The Dancing with Wisdom podcast, series two, episode one, Why Wisdom? What is wisdom? What does that word even mean? How can we implement wisdom in our everyday lives? Psychiatrist and executive coach, Dr. Sunil, invites you to join him on a transformational and sacred quest to experience meaning, purpose, and fun in both your life and work. These podcasts will not only empower you to wisely navigate through a confusing world, but to grow in body, mind, and spirit, which will ultimately have us dancing with wisdom. Hello, and welcome to the Dancing with Wisdom podcast, series two, episode one. And I'm delighted to be here with Elliot, Elliot Frisbee. It's great to have you as we discuss this topic of wisdom. I'm literally going to be blown away by this. I'm going to be blown away. So for those who don't know why I'm here instead of Andrew, um, the way it's come about is that uh, I recorded and, and produced your audiobook. That's um, right, we did the audiobook, yes. The Dancing with Wisdom podcast. And it, and it really struck me, the word wisdom. And I remember we were sitting down at the at a dining table having a bite to eat, and we were talking about it, and my mind was getting blown and blown, and, and so many questions were coming into my head. And I thought, hang on, wisdom is quite an interesting word. And do you know what? Just to get going, if, if I may, Sunil, I've actually got the Oxford Dictionary um, it. definition. It Go says here, it. wisdom, the ability to make sensible decisions and give good advice because of the experience and knowledge that you have. Now, that takes up that much space. It does. If we had it your way, I think it would be a whole book within itself. Well, there is actually a whole book that goes with it. I mean, it, it's, it's a fascinating subject, and I realise I've been fascinated by wisdom all my life because it's much more than, than what's even in that short dictionary definition because it really is about how do you make sense of life. And wisdom is about connecting with timeless truths because, you know, we live in this world that's so, how can I put it, cynical, confusing, complex, chaotic. And it was like that even before COVID. Yeah, yeah. So would you say that now in this time of our lives is yes. the most confusing time within, say, that within past history or say recent history? Well, I history? think every generation, every age likes to think that it's never been as bad as this. I always think of, <laughs> you know, Charles Dickens in a famous A Tale of Two Cities. He says it was the best of times and it was the worst of times. And in many ways, we've never had it so good. We've got amazing technology that means we can connect with people all over the world. We have, you know, the ability to do so much. You know, if we compared our lives to our grandparents or great-grandparents, they'd say we're living in paradise in comparison to the things we can do. And yet, it's also never been so tough as well. Well, that's right, because there's so much pressure. I mean, I've got two young children. Mm. I, I, at the time of recording this, I, they're seven and five. And I'm thinking wow, the, the pressure that with the technology and everything moving forward that they have got to go through yes. as they grow up, I'm worried for them. Yes. And so I have to almost be wise enough to make the right decisions to bring them up yes. correctly and give them wisdom. But what is wisdom? So, so yes. for me, let, I just want to go back to a very raw question. Why wisdom? Why did you choose wisdom? Why, what is the fascination with wisdom? Yes. Well, I think it's something that I've personally been fascinated with all my life. I came as an immigrant child from India at the age of three and came into a, work, into a new country, a new culture, a new environment that I knew nothing about. I, know, I didn't know the social cues. I didn't know how to relate to people. I even came uh, only speaking Hindi, so I had to learn English as well. 
And one of the things that I realised, you know, I was that geeky kid who was always in the corner that everybody overlooked. When they used to try and choose, you know, which boy was going to be on which side of which football team, I was always the last one that nobody wanted. Do you know, it's such a shame because now when you, when you think of that, you think, well, you know, that's, that's fine. It's, it's, a game of, it's a game of football. But at the time, it's a whole lot oh, more yeah. than that, isn't it? Well, I, just, I didn't know the social cues. I didn't know how to relate. I, did, I lacked wisdom about how to get on, you know, on the school playground, you know. So straight away, you've associated wisdom with how to get on in the, in the playground. Well, I wouldn't have been able to say that. But what I realised was I wanted to make sense of life. I wanted to make sense of how do I relate to others? What, what are the things you say and the things you don't say? How do you be, have become successful? It's all those questions I realised have been nagging at me all of my life. And I've made many mistakes in my life. And so if anything, I've needed it for myself. But I've also, as I've reflected on the world that we live in, this world is, as I said earlier on, getting more confusing and complex. I think it was Socrates who said, unexamined life is not worth living. And if anything, we are the most over-informed and under-reflective society in the history of the world. Mm. Because we have, you know, in the past we'd say, oh, you know, we need more education or we need more information, we need more data. Now we have oodles of data. And in many ways, particularly in the Western world, we know we have many very educated, very highly intelligent people. And yet all that intelligence, all that education isn't helping us to solve many of the intractable problems that we face individually, as families, as nations, as societies. Is that because people aren't wise enough to be choosing the correct data and focusing on the, on the right data? Because like I said, there's so much data out there. So much, especially in the world of technology. Yes. You know, you can easily go online and, oh, and yeah, you, you yeah. look for an answer for something. I mean, for goodness sake, don't ever, ever <laughs> look for, you know, a, a result well, of a headache or something like well, that. Well, if you because, go to Wikipedia, and, and, or, you know, and there are about 500 different choices of, of breakfast cereal you can have. I mean, we have an explosion of choices. And the thing is, this is not between good and bad. This is between shades of grey. You know, what breakfast, what cereal should I have in the morning for breakfast? Uh, what should I watch uh, in the evening? Okay, there's oodles of... of options for entertainment and some are wise and some are not so wise and should I take this job should I not take this job should I marry this person should I not marry this person should I date this person should I not date that person but straight away with so much choice I have to bring up the question of is what's wise for one person yes different to what's wise for another exactly yes. you see so th there are some tv programs where you know, I'm not going to start putting down some TV programs here, but there, there are some where I think to myself, why is that even on it? Why is yes. that happening? There is nothing but a horrible feeling from this. Yes. You know, there is nothing good from this whatsoever, but we are tempted by it. We've been pulled to it. Yes. And I think deep down, I always say that your feelings will never lie to you, but your brain can. You let yes. the brain start going. Okay, so yes. I find things myself... I know that I shouldn't watch that program or people might know, I, you know, I shouldn't really watch that. It's I should go and read a book, but they do. They do. Well, and I think the key issue there is, and it was what I was saying earlier on, is that we're exploding with choice. Oodles and oodles of choice. Choice about, as you gave that example, is it good for me to spend tonight watching this program? Now, in the past, there was only a limited number of choices, but now we have to decide. And that's why we need wisdom. Thinking, is this actually taking me on a path that I'm going to feel good about tomorrow morning? next week, next month, next year, in the next 10 years, mm. the way that I'm spending my time. In the past, it was easy to be much more reactive. Now we have to think, is this the right direction? And unfortunately, 
we're not thinking enough. We're not reflecting enough. As I said, you know, we're the most over-informed and under-reflective society in the history of the world. When you were saying reflective there, you've got me thinking of some questions. I actually popped a little marker in your book here, which is, of course, Dancing with Wisdom. Yes. And there are three things that come up quite early in the book. There are three questions. you got your mm, book. Great. Yeah. Hang on. Why, why have you got the hard the hardback <laughs> copy and, and I've got the paperback? Uh, <laughs> I, something's gone wrong here. That's that's cool. Well, you said it? you wanted to scribble it. This is the only hardcover coffee available in the world at the moment, and there are only three copies. I gave one to my mum and dad. I had to give them the one, and there are the two other copies. And you got the other one, Elliot. So you can scribble in it and do what okay. you like with well, it. Okay, yeah. there you go. You can auction that book off. All right. Question number one: Why do some people grow and develop in their lives in incredible ways? Yes. The number two: How are some people not just productive but also at peace with themselves and others? Yes. How do such people think? feel and behave to flourish so well in their lives. Now, I'd, if it's okay with you, I'd like to explore them questions. Absolutely. Yeah? Yeah. But yeah. before we explore those, because obviously it's going to be based around wisdom, I just want to put it out there, and this is a bit of a to-the-point question because I know yeah. we have to go deeper. To you, yeah. what is wisdom? Wow, what is wisdom? Okay, so I've, in a sense, <laughs> there are so many ways you can go with this, and it's such a rich word. You know, it's, it's so rich that we can only look at one aspect. But what I've tried to summarise it as is it's timeless truths that can connect you with the best version of who you are and who you want to be. The best, ultimate best version. And it's making sense of life in the fullest sense of the word. So those three questions that you just read out towards the beginning of the book, and I say there in terms of... Um, well, let me, let, me answer uh, you. Yeah. let me ask you again. And then we'll see where, where we go with it. So why do some people grow and develop in their lives in incredible ways? What I've struck, what I've been struck by is that this issue of choices. Why is it that two people can be in very similar circumstances and one can be doing really well and another really struggling? Why, for example, in life, you've got people like, I don't know, Steve Jobs, who started Apple and, or, and created incredible, you know, devices that have just completely revolutionized our world. My favourite person in my favourite book talks about a harvest 10, 20, 100 times what was sown. And why is it some people can do so amazingly well in their lives and other people not? Why is it that some world leaders can have a huge positive impact on their people and other world leaders make their country become... Terrible. I mean, and is the answer is the answer one of them has wisdom? One well, of them that starts you on the journey to ask the question. I see. It, it starts the question: Why is it that you know some people you know can do so well? I'm talking about in in terms of education, in terms of achievements, in terms of results, and other people who've got the same opportunities don't do so well. That's that, that's the first question. But you see, it's such a rich concept. So, but you see, just results is not enough. See, it's so funny that because yeah. just asking that question is going to trigger something different from me, different from me to somebody else yes. and to yourself. Yeah. So the first thing that pops into my head there was, okay, so people are succeeding. Yeah. And let's just say they've got wisdom or they've been, or they have the ability to search for wisdom within something as they're developing on their path. Yes. But surely it goes back a generation or two where the wisdom that's been passed down yes. 
from previous generations does yes. that so well, does we, that have a big part well that's certainly got a role to play because we stand on the shoulders of giants so we all that we are able to enjoy is because of other people have made sacrifices on on our behalf so there's certainly an element of that but what about those people who have those same opportunities who have the same as it were background and ability why do some people take opportunities that they've been given and other people don't why do some people for example decide that they're going to watch Netflix all night, for example, whereas other people think, actually, no, I want to make a difference with my life and I'm going to do something that's more productive. You know, you can be a, a consumer, you can be a critic, or you can be a creator. But what? this is where it gets difficult, Sunil, because some people use something like Netflix to, say, switch off. Yeah, absolutely. So, so suddenly they can come back in. So let's just say everyone's got their own way of yes. living their lives. Absolutely. But that what we're saying is that everyone needs wisdom within their lives yes. so how so how can people in their individual lives start to seek wisdom you've got to think in a sense think is there more to life than what i have is there a better way you, you said earlier on in our conversation is you're giving an example of tv programs if i'm going to spend my time spend time the next hour next two hours the next whole of the evening watching these this program this kind of programs what is it going to leave me with is it going to make me feel better in myself is it going to make me a better human being as i relate you know in my case to my wife and kids at work with others or is it going to lead me into a path of cynicism because you know we live in a very cynical world where we have people who are criticizing and complaining and condemning is it going to help me get to where I want to be? So that's, you know, that's, that's in a sense, that's that most fundamental question. Why is it some people can appear to succeed to get where they want and others? But, you know, it's more than that. That's why I asked the second question. Yeah, which I was just actually about to um, step yeah. onto here. So if I just read this once again, how are some people not just productive, but also at peace with themselves and others? I think that's an awesome question. Yes. I think that is a great question. And the bit that I love, but also at peace with themselves and others. Yeah, and it's an important point about that is because our world tends to glorify success. It's about, you know, the best looking, the wealthiest, the most toys, that kind of thing. And we know, and what we're realizing is just having abundance or being successful, having the PhDs and all the sort of external credentials is not enough in terms of what kind of person are you? You know, are you somebody who's cheerful and enjoys life is somebody who other people like to be around. And to be confessed, you know, we said earlier, why am I interested in that? Because I've, you know, for a long time, I struggle with depression. I've had burnout. And to be quite honest with you, I've, you know, although I've appeared successful on the outside in terms of I've been a consultant psychiatrist, I've been a doctor. <laughs> you ask my wife and kids, at times I've been a very grumpy person at home. I've been somebody who's not really been that much fun to be around. Well, you can ask my wife, you know, if I've <laughs> ever been grumpy, and she'll say never, I'm sure. <laughs> but the okay. point being is, you know, it, it's this question is, we put so much emphasis on external success, but also what kind of person are you becoming? Who are you? And I'm trying to address that balance because just external success is not going to bring the satisfaction and significance that, that we long for. Mm. And I think that raises uh, another big question which we should approach in a in a later podcast. That is, you can, on the outside, mm. you can appear extremely successful yes. and you can have all, all the money, you can have the house, the cars, everything yes. like that, but with inside. So, so, for example, I can openly say 
Mm. I can openly say within my company, I want it to be incredibly successful. Sure. I do. And it's not I a bad would, thing. No, no, exactly. I would like the dream house. Um, I would like to drive a nice car and, and all these things. But doing all that, I want to give great content. I want to give a great service. Yes. You know, it's not about money. I've, I've kind of found it's my inner that. something. Yeah. So I'm working from the inside out. So Wonderful. I like to think that I'm doing that with integrity. I've got friends who appear like they won't have all the riches you know, they they save up really hard to go on holidays. Well, we all do, but, you know, they save up really hard to get their holidays. It may be a little bit more difficult for them. And you know what? They're just beautiful. They, they are the most content people in the world. Yes. They've got something going on within. Yes, I think that's a key thing, is that they're not comparing, they're not trying to compare themselves to others. They're trying to, you know, I remember I said timeless truths that connect us to the best person who we are, who we are and who we long to be, the best version of ourselves. Because, you know, we're all mixed up in all sorts of ways with so many different sort of conflicting desires and motives and emotions going on. But there is a higher standard. And how can I strive towards that higher standard? What does that mean? So there's the success. There's, you know, and the other thing is that that's a really good test is as I get older, what am I becoming? You know, if you think about like, like a fine wine, a fine wine gets sweeter with age. Now, most people, as no, dare I say, a lot of people, I don't want to say most, a lot of people as they get older tend to become more grumpy, more cynical, more self-centered, more inward looking, more talking about their aches and pains because their past is greater than their present or their future. But also they hear people speaking like that. Yes. They hear right. people speaking like that. You know, and that so, becomes the assumed wisdom of the age. Yes, Exactly where you need to have the wisdom to make your own choices. That's what it's saying to me right yes. now. Yes. My goodness, this is crazy. So wisdom, it just pops in. Everything that you've discussed so far, wisdom has popped in in many different yes. forms. That's right, yes. In many that's different cool. forms. Yeah. And, and that's why, as I was saying earlier, it's such a rich concept about how do I make sense of life with all its confusion and complexity and chaos. And that's, in a sense, why we've got that third question there are people who are very different. I mean, this is the thing that struck me. Can I just read this question? Yeah, is that okay? Yeah, yeah. Just so, just so we're on this. So, how do such people think, feel, and behave to flourish so well in their lives? Yes, and there's a, there is a remnant. There is a people who who get more excited about life, good fun to be around, who have a passion and purpose for where they're going, and I want to know more about those. I want to learn more about those who are so different to so many who we seem to who, who we seem to see who are cynical or very self-centered or who just haven't got really that much going on really okay i'm going to throw a, a big question here yeah. so the powers that be in the world <laughs> you're <laughs> laughing already yeah. the powers that be in the world or who we are, think are yeah. yeah yeah okay yes quiet are they stopping people are they squashing people down to stop being wise to their inner self. Because part of me is thinking right now, if people can be wise enough to say, I'm going to follow what I'm actually feeling within, we would be in a pretty good place. Let's just take a graffiti artist, you know, someone who's out, you know, doing graffiti on the walls and, and things like that. They could be the most amazing artist in the world, but people are seen as vandalism. Yeah. You see, so people aren't wise to let people breathe. Yes. You see, do you feel that there needs to be more? More into well, it's certainly complex. Um, and I'd say that in a sense, <laughs> by our nature, we're very interested in the externals. Whatever is latest and loudest is what gets given the most attention. 
And whoever can speak the loudest is the one that's heard. And so we hear things like, you know, 60% or 90% people believe this or they say this. Whereas, again, I want to connect us to timeless truths rather than what is latest and loudest. You know, that's that's part of the internet that drives me nuts, the, the, the whole review situation, because people very easily complain, moan, do the negative, yeah, where the... if you're just happy with a meal, for example, you just crack on, don't you? Yes, if you're unhappy, right. you shout about it. Yes. So, you know, maybe people could be a little bit more wise about complimenting. Well, that's right, because because we do things instinctively. We, we don't reflect, we don't step back, we don't think, is it a wise thing for me to speak? Is it a wise thing for me not to speak? You know, one in the Old Testament, there, but there's Proverbs by Solomon, and I just think it's amazing. There's two Proverbs in chapter 26, verse 4 and 5, I think it is, that says, answer a fool according to his folly, or he'll be wise in his own eyes. And then the very next sentence is, don't answer a fool according to his folly, or you'll become like him. So, Elliot, if you imagine you're in a meeting with somebody and they say something that's outrageous, that first proverb says, if, if somebody says that, then you need to correct them there and then. But the very next sentence says, they say something outrageous, you need to keep quiet, because if you get into a conversation or an argument with them about what they've just said, you'll become as foolish as they are. So, so which do you do? So I suppose it's about being wise in the moment. Well, exactly. You see, that there's no textbook answer to that because you need to know the person. You need to know about your relationship with them. You need to know the context that you're in, as well as what the subject matter that they've raised that you think is so outrageous. And so sometimes the most best thing to do is to speak out and say, that's not call for and challenge them. And sometimes it's best to just keep quiet and say nothing whatsoever. So once again, it boils down to wisdom. It boils down to wisdom, yes. Well, I should say it boils down to one part of wisdom because what we're learning it here does, is wisdom yes. is just, it's everything here. So it, it covers so I, much. If it's okay with you in, in another podcast, I'd quite like to um, discuss religion, okay. uh, wisdom within religion. Sure. And how it can benefit you. And perhaps at times be negative maybe. Even. And how faith, yeah, faith in God and what we understand by religion, how that interacts with this whole issue of wisdom. Yeah, I, I, I mean, that's a huge area in itself because wisdom in itself is much more, as we're going to talk about in future podcasts, is much more than just getting problems solved. Because, you know, we've talked a lot about I'm in a fix, I don't know how to get this done, and we live in a complex world and we realise that we haven't got the resources necessarily to, to sort out the problem. But this is much bigger than that. Mm. Um, it, yeah, it ultimately does go to... Because if, if I'm going to make sense of life, I've got to understand what my ultimate meaning and purpose in life okay. is as well. Okay, well, we will, dis we will discuss that. Okay, well, let's wrap it up. And uh, we're wrapping up because um, we're, one thing we promised ourselves, wasn't it? We're going to yeah. do a sort of 20, 25-minute podcast, yeah. which means that when you're on a coffee break, you know, you can actually get us into a full podcast uh, over a cup of coffee. Or if you're on your lunch break, you'll still get a bit of time afterwards. So these are nice... Um, sort of bite-sized in, in uh, podcasts for you to enjoy. And of course, if you've got your, your friends who will benefit, do, do tell them about the Dancing with Wisdom Making Sense of Life podcast. So just to wrap things up, can you just sort of summarise in 60 yes. seconds, you know, why wisdom? Yeah, so what we try to say is that w wisdom is, if you like, the missing ingredient to so much of our lives because we are drowning in choices and complexity and confusion, and that was even before COVID. And COVID has just taken it up to another level. And that's having an effect on us, I would say, psychologically, emotionally, spiritually, in so many ways. And wisdom, we've talked about on this podcast, is timeless truths that can connect us to the best version of who we are and who we long to be. 
I can't think of anything that could be more exciting and more important than that, really. I'm I'm super excited because I one thing I always knew that I was going to be learning a lot from doing this podcast with you, but I've realized there is so much I don't know. And I'm so looking forward to exploring this and, and carrying this in my everyday life. So let's wrap it up. If people would like to get in touch with you, how can they get in touch? So the website is drsnill.com and there are resources on, on wisdom and obviously with, with a book that's coming out, Dancing with Wisdom. That's probably the best place, I think, to, to, to go to. And yeah. you can get hold of me. That's Elliot with two L's and two T's. Elliot at monkeynutuk.com. Um, of course, you get us on the Facebook and the Instagram as well. And if you're watching this on YouTube, do leave your comments below. Please make them nice and <laughs> yes. uh, and ask and ask your questions. You know, if you've got questions, do let us know. Put your name. It doesn't have to be your real name, um, but if you want, if you got uh, want to put your name on there, ask a question. Ask what what do you want to discuss? What's the discussion? Let us know. Inspire us, and we can explore that for you because this is this is podcast is for everyone, isn't it? We're doing this together. Exactly, and, and although we're the you know we're talking about the subject, and it, you know I may have written a book on the subject, but I'm struggling to grow in wisdom as well. And in a sense, it's one, that's one of the exciting things about wisdom is that you never outlearn, outgrow, and, and we're on this journey with you as well. Well, let's see if we can do this together. So um, yeah, so tell your friends, leave a nice comment. Uh, really appreciate your five star rating, and we will see you at the next Dancing with Wisdom podcast. Thanks, Anil. Thank you so much. You've been listening to the Dancing with Wisdom podcast, presented by Sunil Rahija and Elliot Frisbee. For details on the Dancing with Wisdom book and its accompanying workbook, please visit drsunil.com. If you know someone who would enjoy this podcast, then please share it, give it a thumbs up on YouTube, and help it to grow by giving it a nice review. Life's challenges can diminish, define, or develop you. Which one will it be? Make sure you hunger for the wise one. The choice is yours.